Be sure to follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at FranklyCast for show updates and more. And remember to tune in every Thursday at 8 a.m. on the East Coast, 5 a.m. on the West Coast for new episodes. Welcome to Frankfully Honest. I'm Frank Driscoll. As a self-proclaimed electoral junkie, I am often fascinated by the processes that form and shape the American electoral system. And one of those things is happening right now with redistricting. You see, every ten years, the census counts how many of us are living in the great nation we call the United States of America. As a result, the lines that represent certain legislative districts are redrawn to better represent the current population. They range from your local school board all the way up to the U.S. House of Representatives. These lines are usually drawn by us simpletons. Many boards, cities, and states let people who live in these districts create their own maps. As simple as this process looks, it can be hard. For one, populations change in every state every 10 years, so some states will gain seats in the House while others will lose seats. And adding a new seat to the map can change the whole trajectory of a state's delegation. And also, redistricting has been a target of debate since literally our country's birth, for a number of reasons. For one, many politicians try their best to find a way to use this map drawing in their favor, even if it involves creating a district that is so weirdly shaped but filled with voters that would likely vote for that one person. A term you may have heard called gerrymandering. It was named after Elbridge Gerry, who, while serving as governor of Massachusetts, created a district with voters of the same beliefs that was sort of shaped like a salamander. Now, many Republicans see gerrymandering as a Democrat issue, and many Democrats see it as a Republican issue. But if you ask me, they're both right. And there's evidence for it. The recent congressional map for the state of Texas keeps the blue incumbents their seats, but virtually cancels out any chance of a blue candidate winning any other seat. And in Illinois, a new map makes some red districts completely obsolete, including the district of Republican Trump critic Adam Kinzinger, who recently announced his retirement from the Congress. In states like Texas and Illinois, the state legislature is in charge of drafting the final map. So basically, whoever has the most seats in the room gets to draw the maps that they want. California, where I live, has an independent commission for matters like this. It's made up of people on all ends of the spectrum that work together to draw the right map. Now, if people want gerrymandering to end, this could be a good start. But whenever there's an easy way to fix a problem, there's always a bigger, history-changing way. Now, I've done a lot of research on this matter, and I found what might be the solution. You see, there's a form of voting called the single transferable vote. Now, the system has different names used by different jurisdictions, but the gist is mainly the same. A voter 
ranks their choices of candidates in order of preference. That's how it works. And the other thing to fix will be changing the U.S. House from single-member districts to multi-member districts, where three, four, or five people would represent the same district depending on the population. In fact, the U.S. House used to do this. And in fact, the legislative houses in 10 U.S. states currently do it, just without the ranking part. And ranking politicians in a multi-member district really isn't new. It is used to elect national legislators in Ireland, Australia, Malta, and a couple other countries. And in fact, it's not new on U.S. soil either. In fact, the single transferable voting method has been used in Cambridge, Massachusetts since 1941. As with any historical making movement, it does need followers. And uh, with something as big as changing the complete House of Representatives, it could take a lot of followers as well as a lot of time. But liberals and conservatives, believe it or not, both agree that ranking candidates is easy and effective. In fact, a, uh, a trial program in Utah has many cities throughout the state using ranked choice voting in their local elections, and we all know Utah to be a pretty Republican state, and they enjoy it. It's something people can actually agree on. Hmm. I guess the gerrymander isn't that strong of a creature after all. And that is frankfully honest. Until next time, I'm Frank Driscoll. Have a good one.